What's good, everyone? Welcome back to our second episode of Rolling the Dice with Papa and Marty. Oh, fuck. I already fucked that up. You're peas, aren't you? I always want to call you Papa. I know. It's such a hard thing, but... Uh, Why didn't you go with Papa? He um, want, he changed the peas, and it yeah. throws me off because I've only called him Papa. Why? Yeah, what? So why did you? Do I don't know. Like I just parlay peas, yeah, viper yeah. peas. Like I don't know. I have a couple of different alter egos there, and I think just the peas rolls better than Papa. So no, that's fair. I guess it's I a little know. more uh, notable than just like anybody could be Papa. Mm-hmm. Well, no boys. We're off to a really good start with our intro, but anyways, welcome everyone to our second episode with Peas and Marty rolling the dice. I am one of your hosts, Tanner Hardy, and you also heard my co-host as well as one of our producers here and our only producer, and we'll give him a second to introduce himself in a minute here. Peas, how's it going, buddy? What's up? What's new in your world? Uh, I mean, not a lot uh, new, I guess, in my world. I'm still trying to recover from the financial disappointment from the weekend. But, uh, you know, I will survive. We'll find some winners this week, and we're just going to keep rolling the dice. I mean, that's the best way to put it, and that's just what we're going to go with it. Keep riding. Honestly, for all 15 listeners that we have out there, we apologize for Pizio's uh, parlay that he posted. We hope none of you ended up taking that parlay because it was just a bad beat for Pease. But Pease, appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the hit, coming back on the podcast. And hey, we'll just, we'll bounce back. We'll bounce back. That's what we do, baby. We also got our producer on the line here and uh, pleased to introduce our producer, Vince Morales. Vinny, what's up, baby? What's up, boys? Uh, happy to be here. It's your boy Vinny. You know, just uh, former high school fullback legend, as some would say. Uh, probably mostly what I'm known for is being a fullback. Just living fullback mentality. It's a lifestyle. It's more than just, you know, making blocks. Uh, producers are the fullbacks of the podcast industry. Like, I'm going to do that dirty work for y'all, the behind the scenes that and that work for y'all so I can open up the hole so y'all can make it down the line to the six. But well, happy to be here. We're happy to have you. And to be completely honest, you, you kind of carry the podcast to make sure we actually sound half decent. And speaking of sounding half decent, the other elephant in the room, I think, is how poor of uh, audio quality that I had last week. So for all of those that are listening right now, as I hope you can tell, I actually have a mic this time, so I apologize um, for all of you that commented on my shitty quality of uh, audio. I'm sorry. You made me go out on uh, Black Friday there and spend $100 on a new headset, but I got it on sale. So you know what? I'm doing pretty good myself, at least, because I got a nice headset on uh, on sale, and now I can actually sound as good as the rest of you guys. So so we um i think um last episode there we we kind of had a lot of focus around football so for the listeners at home we're we're learning you know we're trying we're trying to figure out how we want to go about this podcast we're trying to figure out a format that works for us and we understand that an hour and a half of listening to us making bad takes and bad bets is probably not the best move so we decided we're actually going to start moving to two episodes a week so with our 
recordings here. We're recording on Monday, November 29th. So we're hoping this will drop Wednesday. And we'll talk about everything from the Thursdays till up to Monday. So December 2nd all the way up to December 6th is kind of our focus. And we're going to have more of a focus on NHL, NBA, college sports. We're going to be focused a little bit more around that. And we're going to probably talk a little bit less about NFL, but don't worry, peace. We're going to get into your, uh, we're going to get into your parlay. We're going to recap it. We'll talk about some of the other highlights of the NFL this week. After that, we'll jump into all the other sports from Tuesday to Monday. We'll kind of highlight a few games for everybody that we're watching and that we're kind of highlighting and keeping an eye on. And then at the very end here, we're going to get an opportunity to kind of talk about some of our bets and uh, tell you about who we rolling with. And uh, that's going to kind of be our final segment there before uh, we, we call it a wrap for the episode. So we hope you, you stick with us for the next 60 minutes or so as we kind of go over, go over the episode. So Pease, I think without further ado, we got to, we got to go over your parlay buddy. So I think um, back on Saturday there, you, or Sunday morning, you posted your parlay on our Instagram. Uh, thanks everyone who followed the page, by the way. Uh, Pease, what, what happened Sunday, buddy? Um, well, first off, I would just like to say, yeah, we finally get paid from our podcast and you take the first paycheck we get and you go get yourself a new mic. Uh, pretty selfish, but, uh, hopefully we can gamble a little bit and, uh, win some of that money back. But, uh, to recap, I don't exactly know what happened. I don't know if I got drunk the night before or what. I remember looking at this card and being like, holy, I'm in love. I'm about to make some money. And boy, did that change after 12 o'clock. Uh, just looking back, this is, it's sickening. I remember sitting on my couch just watching and just being like this, of all weeks to uh, finally have a podcast come out with some uh, not so great gambling advice. Uh, this is the type of thing that happens. You know, you go one for five overall and just ugly all the way up and down the board. Some of them weren't even close. Like I'm looking at the Eagles minus two and a half. Didn't even win. Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Pretty sure they lost by 35 Vikings money line lost by two scores. Chargers minus three. Didn't even, didn't even win the game. I mean, it's just gross all in all, but uh, that's the best uh, part about gambling is there's always a new day and you know, there's more winners down the line here. So what, what game did you even get right? Well, uh, shout out to my boys, Baltimore, um, an absolute barn burner of a win for the top seeded Baltimore Ravens in the AFC there took them at minus three, Justin Tucker, Mr. Automatic gave us that six point lead. And, uh, yeah, the boys just relied on that, uh, defense and them all black unis and kind of paid off. Thank God. I needed one to go my way this weekend. So, I mean, at least the Browns, that was a stinky game. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I actually stopped watching cause it was, it was bad. It was just Baker and Lamar turning the ball over back and forth, basically the entire game. Yeah. That, uh, Lamar's performance there with, uh, I think one touchdown, four picks. You don't see that very often. And then a winning record on the side of that. Uh, I think he was the first quarterback in a couple of years or whatever to win a game with uh, four picks. So props to my boy, but uh, we definitely have to be better if we want to get that top seed coming into the end of the year. One thing I do want to highlight 
and I'm pretty proud of it is I, I told you I liked San Francisco and it's on the pod for anybody who listened. I said, I liked San Francisco. I agreed with you with pretty much all the other bets you made. So I'm, I'm taking two for five because I actually said San Francisco was going to win that game. Yeah, so. you did. And, uh, another one that we disagreed on was the, uh, Indianapolis Colts and the Bucks. I do have you on record on the pod saying the Bucks were going to win, which they did. So props to you, Marty. You've got, you've bested me this week, but, uh, we will see as the week progresses. I don't know how often that's going to happen, but I'll take it considering it was the first episode that we released this past weekend. So, um, other than that, you know what? The Bucks and Indy game was actually really good too. And that was one of my games of the week. And I think that other than, you know what? The Green Bay Rams game was also pretty good. Did you catch that one at all, Pease? Uh, I did catch a little bit of it. Um, the Rams aren't as good as we thought they were. I think that's the biggest thing. I did have Green Bay winning that game, which they did. I just didn't post it on the pod, but uh, yeah, all in all, um, Rogers is a bad man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a bad man. He, yeah, he's calling his injured toe, the COVID toe, which I find hilarious. Cause uh, you know, he seems to be doing just fine after battling it. So good for him. I mean, 36, 28, that's a, that's a dandy of a football game. If you ask me, did you also see that uh, quote with uh, Devonte Adams about OBJ asking for his jersey? I did see that after the game. That's uh, that's great, actually. You know, I think OBJ kind of has that reputation where he was just, you know, he's got that divaness in him. I couldn't figure out if he was being serious or not. Like, is there? I I think there was some seriousness to it. You don't it. think he I deserves mean, a jersey swap? Well, I think just the way he probably went about it. I mean, Green Bay was in the talks about getting OBJ. And I think OBJ kind of looked at the teams that was out to get him type thing. I'm pretty sure he had it down to uh, the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Packers. And he ended up choosing the Rams. Um, I ultimately think that was probably a bad decision just due to the fact that I think he would have complimented Devontae Adams extremely well. And... I think the Packers do have a better chance at winning a Super Bowl than the Rams do at this point. So the Rams have not looked good. They're they're on what a three game losing streak now. I think they've lost three in a row. Mm, I don't know if it's three in a row, but they haven't played well in a couple of weeks. I I think that goes for actually both LA teams. I don't know if it's something in the water, but they're just, they just seem to be extremely streaky. Like the chargers go out and put 41 points up against a, a great Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And then they struggle to put any points up against a Broncos defense who I mean is good, but is it, is it great anymore without Vaughn Miller or some of their other pieces? I, I don't know. I need to look up if the Rams are on a three-game losing skid because I'm pretty they are. I got it right here. Yeah, they lost to – they lost before their bye week there. I can't remember who they played. But then they lost to Green Bay, and I think they lost to Arizona was the other team. Cause, oh, f- the 49ers. They lost oh, to the right, Niners. Right, right, right. So, yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't they, know. Like, th- that division is looking interesting now with San Francisco as well because they're arguably, I think you could say, one of the hottest teams because 
they have, I think they've won four straight now. They're, they're either they're three and four or something in their last um, few weeks here. So I, they're hot right now. So, and I know Arizona's in that division. There's, it's not done yet. That division is close other than the Seahawks, which um, as we're speaking right now, they're playing right now. It's nine, nine halftime against Washington. So uh, expect the football team to probably come out on top. Cause I have zero confidence in the Seahawks at this point, but how, how is that game? Nine, nine, might I ask? Um, are you asking like actually how, or I, um, yeah. I haven't been, I, well, I know, I know Seattle got a touchdown. They must've got a safety. I think Seattle must've got a safety. I haven't been following along. Or I didn't get the score update. So, and then I'm assuming Washington, cause it was seven to three at one point. So they must've yeah. kicked. So exciting game for the, for the Monday night prime time to say the least. Yeah. Seattle got a safety here. I'm just looking at it right now. So good for them. But, uh, yeah, other than that, anything else that stood out to you there, uh, peas for the NFL games on Sunday? Um, I think we got to talk a little bit, uh, about the Carolina Panthers. Um, I think we can officially put them on the physically unable to perform list, uh, after losing to Miami there. Miami did an awesome job bottling Cam up. Uh, Cam, I think, was two for 11 with two picks and a benching. Christian McCaffrey gets put on the IR. He's done for the year. Um, I just, uh, you know, for for the way the season started for them to where it is now, it's uh, astronomically bad, and uh, I think it's only going to get worse. So... I know we're not really a fantasy football podcast, but as, as both Vince and Pease know, we are in a dynasty league and I actually traded CMC after having him for the last two years, whatever it's been. And I traded him for Najee Harris because I knew this was going to happen. I've seen it too much. I kind of got sick of him. I moved him and I had a little bit of doubt and regret for a couple weeks there. And not that I cheer for injuries, but I mean, I, how can you be surprised at this point? He yeah. doesn't play. He, he's played what? Six, seven, eight games in the last three seasons. It feels like, like, yeah, I know it's, it's he uh... missed basically all of last year. I think he was hurt a little bit the end of the year prior. And now he's, now he's gone for the rest of the year again. He's a band-aid. I was gonna say, can we officially call him a band-aid? He's yeah. a band-aid. And like He's a I, band-aid. Was, I was a firm believer in uh him not being a band-aid, that this was just kind of two injuries that kind of took up. But yeah, I think he I think he officially does get that tag now, just due to the fact that you know you start missing big games or sorry, big stretches like this for longer periods of time. You know, this isn't the first time that he's missed time this year. This isn't the first time that he's missed time in his career type thing. So yeah, I, I do. And it's sad to see because a talent like that, like when he was at his high was, you know, that, that was fun to watch, fun to be a part of and uh, fun to have him on your fantasy team. But I think, I think we've seen the end of those days and uh, 
it's just, uh, you know, sad sight, sad to see. It's kind of a trend with other elite running backs, though, now, right now. You know, like Kamara's well, um, Cook. Like- Dalvin Cook's been on and off all year. He's been hurt. Uh, Kamara's messed, like you said there, Vinny, like, I think four games, three games, four games now. Um, there's in somebody else like Barkley's been hurt, but he's another yeah, guy. Another, who well, has I mean, issues. look at Look at the top four picks from, I mean, average picks, I guess, so to say from this year's fantasy draft. So you've got Christian McCaffrey who goes one. Well, he's done for the year. You've got Dalvin cook who goes two. he just got carted off at the end of his game. That can't be looking good. Number three. I mean, you can have Derrick Henry there, who's now on IR for the rest of the year, or you can replace Alvin Kamara there, who hasn't played in the last three weeks. I mean, we're starting to see now that running backs are just seem to get injured all the time now, and it makes it extremely tough because the way you were supposed to play fantasy before was you go out and you get as much running backs as you can, and everything else just kind of falls into place, where everything else, you know, no, no running backs or, or sorry, no running back uh, draft days or league winners, you know, like Leonard Fournette is a perfect example. I mean, the guy goes off for four touchdowns guy wasn't drafted until the eighth, ninth round. I, um, I'm huge on the Austin Eckler train, but he was like, he was really undervalued and he's just like fantasy wise and in, you know, just in actual football, he's been pretty awesome for the chargers. And I don't know if he's a, a product of um, Herbert and having that quarterback, but that being said, like Eckler is pretty good when Phillip rivers was there too. So, I mean, he's been somebody who I find has been, I mean, for me, I have him in three leagues and I think he's one of the reason why I'm the top in those three leagues and it's been pretty helpful. So mm-hmm. like he's carrying my squad when he's putting up 40 points a week, but uh yeah, it, the running back position is just, I mean, injuries are a problem to begin with and you mix in COVID now too. And it's just, it's a, it's a shit show in the NFL. Anybody can win. And I think injuries, COVID you're, we're seeing kind of the results when you look at a week by week basis, cause there's always upsets happening. So the NFL it's, this is probably one of the most exciting seasons. I think it's cause anybody truly can win on any yeah. given Sunday. And I think that's, that's, I think that's a good way of putting it is that there's so much parody in the league, you know, look at the way that the jets played the Tennessee Titans in week four there, where they balled out for one game. They've been junk ever since, but it's games like that, that, you know, keep the league close. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they put the NFC playoff picture and there's only two teams that aren't in the mix for making the playoffs or the AFC or like everyone still has a chance. I know it's pretty early to start looking ahead into the playoffs, but this is about that time of year where you start to do that. And, you know, like, sure. You've got your teams like Houston, New York jet uh, jets. I mean, the giants just come off a huge win against Philly. Are they technically out? No, but that's, that's just the way kind of it goes is, you know, it, it's such a close league and we're starting to see it so much more, I guess, as so to say that just, well, yeah, there's, and there's a ton of teams that are on the bubble right now. Like uh, I, I, anything can happen. Like, and I, I'm loving it. And I think it's, and the, with the extra week involved too, like that's going to be a difference. Mm-hmm. You got the bigger playoff picture. Now I, I just, 
I really like the direction this season is going in and like, who's even the favorite at this point anymore. That's what I mean. Like at the start of the year, you know, you have your chiefs, your, I guess the Rams, you know, the Bears. Packers, like, the well, Bears. not, not the bears, but, <laughs> what do you but mean? you know, there's so much, there's so much different, you know, things and everything that you got to take into account, you know, you're telling me the uh, I don't even know, I don't even know who the who the leaders are going to be at the end of the year. Right now it's I believe Arizona and Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, I could put $100 on two other teams that get a buy going into that week, you know what I mean? So, I want to backtrack. You said you, the Vince said the Bears and you you just were shocked peas. You're telling me you didn't believe in the Red Rocket at the beginning of the season, Andy Dalton? I mean, I've seen him play a lot on uh, Cincinnati because, you know, Ravens fan. And uh, it was sad to see him leave that division because (laughs) it was always nice going up against the Red Rocket. I mean, back when he had A.J. Green, that guy kind of ate us alive. But the Red Rocket was was good for a couple of mistakes easily. And, yeah, the Ravens defense was uh, fantasy spectacular in those games. So. I don't know. Like it's going to be interesting though. I just, I, I'm really curious to see cause like teams that I thought were going to be good, maybe aren't as good. I, the NFC is close. The Cowboys are falling apart. Um, but then the Eagles lost this week too. So it's just who really knows? Like the Pats look amazing right now too. Like they're, they're just, I, I think they can come really out on amazing. top. Mac yeah, like, Jones, Matt is, is Mac Jones the best? Is he the best rookie quarterback out of all the quarterbacks drafted this year? Like, oh, I know it he's having the e- best season. It, yeah. it isn't even close. Rookie of the year. Yeah, do you think he's that's a, a hands down rookie of the year? And I don't even think it's close. Do you think he? That's the Belichick system, though. Like, do you think you put Trevor Lawrence in there? What do you think their record is? No, I think he needs to be like that Mac Jones, like a guy he can build up, he can mold. I don't think it can be a superstar like that. And you get the same result. I just, I, I love the Pats right now. Like I don't, I peace. I don't think you're going to like this, but I like the Pats might take the AFC. They might be the top seed. Their defense is just on fire right now. Mac Jones is really every game. He seems to be getting better. I, I really like the Pats at the moment. I know I said that last episode, but they, I don't know. They just seem to be beating everyone right now. And the games don't seem to be very close. So I think, I think, and I think that we're going to see what happens this week when the Patriots play the Buffalo bills, because that game right there, I think is going to decide who wins that division. Well, we'll have to talk about it on our next episode there. We won't, mm-hmm. we won't get too much into the football here. I think, um, so for, for everyone listening, our plan is again, to focus more on some of the other sports. And then for our next episode, which will drop on Saturday, we'll do strictly NFL talk. So I think that we've kind of covered most of the, the games from last uh, weekend. Um, just pray with me that the Seahawks are going to somehow pull through. I'm not feeling confident, but we'll see what happens. So I think that's a good time to kind of transition into our next topic, which is the rest of the sports that we're kind of following along here. So we're 
looking at NHL, we're looking at NBA, we're looking at some of the different college games. And for our CFL fans, we even got a little bit of CFL lined up for today. So uh, I think we're going to just kind of jump into how we're going to do this is we're going to talk about starting from Thursday, December 2nd, and then we're just going to go all the way up to December 6th, which is the Monday for all games that are non-NFL games, basically. So we'll start off with uh, December 2nd here. So again, that will be Thursday, December 2nd. Uh, Peace, what do you got lined up for us for, uh, for Thursday there? Uh, well, I mean, obviously we've got Thursday night football. I know we're not supposed to talk about it too, too much. Uh, Dallas versus New Orleans. Uh, I mean... Dallas probably takes that one on the road. New Orleans, no quarterback. Kind of tough to uh, win that one there. Um, but to bounce off that, I've got three NHL games in my uh, eyesight here. And the one is uh, going to hit close to home for, I think, me and Marty here both. We might have to put a little side bet on the thing here. We've got Chicago going to Washington. Uh, I do like Chicago. I mean, if this was uh, games four and five at the start of the year, I would have tried to hide as far away as I could from you, Marty. But the boys are playing a little better. I do think that uh, Chicago has a living, breathing, dying chance. And uh, yeah, don't be surprised if they pull it out in in Washington there. Pease, I would love to make a bet with you, but I you still owe me like $40 worth of wings there, buddy. So I don't know if I'm going to even want to bother trying to make a bet. Cause I don't know if I'm going to see that cash after Washington absolutely demolishes Chicago. Washington is a wagon. They, I know I'm not even biased. Ovechkin has 19 goals in 22 games. The guy is 36 years old. He's having career numbers right now. And I know what people are going to say. He's not going to keep pace, but they are saying that, three weeks ago, and he's still on pace with McDavid and recital. I, I just don't see Chicago going into Washington and beating Washington. Samsonov is nine Oh and one right now. He's on absolute fire as well. He's been playing really good. Not only that, but Washington just came off wins against Florida on Friday and they beat Carolina on Sunday. And I was hoping they would, they would just go one and one and they kind of made a statement in those games where I think they're trying to show that they're one of the top teams, even with all the injuries that they have they're they're getting tons of goals. Samsonov's making the saves when he needs to Chicago. I'll give you that. They're playing better. I, I just don't see a world where Chicago beats Washington. I know Washington plays Florida on Tuesday this week. I would expect Washington to probably lose that game just because that's NHL. You don't win over four games in a row very often. It's just kind of the nature of the sport. Plus they're in Florida and Florida's, I know they just lost their, their home win streak, but Florida's a good home team. So I'd expect Washington will look for a bounce back and they'll get that bounce back at home when they play Chicago. So I'm more than happy to take on any bets with you. Yeah, I think that's just kind of the way that you said that. It's it's just lining up to go Chicago's way. You know, you got Samsonov at 901, due for a loss in regulation. You know, Ovi going on an absolute goal scoring, you know, phenomenon. He might go cold. I I just, you know, just just don't be surprised when it happens. 
and I would love to say I told you so. So um, just to bounce off uh, the rest of the games for December 2nd there, uh, I've got highlighted here the New York Islanders against San Jose. That's going to be their first game after their little COVID protocol thing. Uh, San Jose kind of a slumping team, but Vander Kane goes on waivers. I know that that has kind of been floating over their team and, you know, for a while. And I don't know if that's going to raise team uh, morale or whatever, but don't be surprised if San Jose finds a way to pull that one out against the Islanders. Um, And then the last one that I have for the NHL is Minnesota and New Jersey. And the reason I picked this one is Minnesota is sneaky good right now. I'm pretty sure right now, as we're doing the podcast, they're 14, six and one. I think they've beaten Tampa twice. Like they've, they've, they've beaten some very, very good teams. Uh, Minnesota is just one of those, you know, sneaky teams. Uh, and you know, New Jersey ain't no slouch, you know, uh, you got Blackwood and net or Wedgwood or sorry, not Wedgwood, uh, Blackwood. Sorry. He's he's having a decent decent year. I mean, New Jersey ain't no slouch. They like they used to be like two or three years ago, where any team would walk in and you know, run, ring up the point totals and pad the stats and whatever else, and move on to the next game. New Jersey, uh, they can kind of play a bit this year. So, yeah, peas. I gotta say that Islanders San Jose game it's really hard for teams to bounce back after COVID. I think you're seeing it with the senators a little bit. They've been like, I, I don't know what their record's been the last since they've been back, but I mean, they're a team that's already been struggling. Plus you got COVID. It's the same thing with the Islanders. Like they had that. I know they haven't played many home games and they had that tough road trip at the beginning of the year because their stadium wasn't ready, but they're a team that's like, they're not playing well. They now they got everyone with COVID and they're going to just be coming back. I like San Jose too. I think that's a good opportunity to, to uh, pounce on a slumping team and Minnesota. I they're a top five team in the league right now. I think I could comfortably say that just every time I don't want to think they're that good, but I think they are that good. They just, they keep finding ways to win. And I, I, yeah, I think you kind of, nailed it with your, with your description there. So I think that's kind of good for the NHL talk. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to NBA here for December 2nd. Uh, Pease looks like you had one game highlighted here. We had the bulls taking on the Knicks. Yeah. Just, uh, two top end teams kind of going at it. I need, uh, the Knicks have been a little bit slumpy lately, but the bulls are definitely one of the top teams in the league this year. Um, just a good basketball game all in all you know, kind of, kind of a chance to, for Chicago to, uh, you know, just kind of put their statement on the NBA, really. Like they've been playing everyone tough and everyone the way they need to play. And I think that's going to be a very tough team come playoffs for sure. Um, and then I actually did highlight another game and, uh, this being a Canadian podcast, we got, uh, the Raptors versus the Bucks. Now I know the Raptors aren't what they used to be, nor, were they or are they going to no be I don't close think... to where they were? But I, I think this will be a good game due to you know this is the first time no maybe the second time that we're playing the Bucks and it's just kind of a good little indicator on where the team's at, where the team can go, and where we want to be because we're going to have to go through them if if 
the Raptors do want anything to happen with their season. Now, that being said, I don't think so, but it's a good indicator on where they are for the se- for the year. Yeah, I don't like the Raptors. They're a really good young team. They could maybe get hot at the right time and they could sneak into one of those maybe seven, eight. And is I think the NBA, they have that new format now where they have teams that can uh, like the play in games. Now yeah, the play in right? games. Yeah. I so could see the Raptors me fall the in ra- there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, I agree. And all it takes is a game to, to get in. And I can see the Raptors being there. Um, but yeah, I don't think this is the year for them. Give them a couple of seasons. And I think they're going to be, they're going to be back where they were, but uh, I really like Scotty Barnes still. He's been awesome. He's 19 years old and he's, he doesn't look like he's 19 out there. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's 19 year olds. He's 19 years old playing in the NBA and we're, 25, 26 respectively. And here we are recording a podcast in our basements. So we're also like five foot five white dudes. Well, I mean, I got the pounds to play in the NBA. I just don't have the size. So I'd say he's runner up for 19 year old of the year at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know they had that award, but uh, they should now that you mention it. So, but yeah. Um, the one other thing I was going to say, you're talking a bit about the Chicago team. Um, they're kind of a wagon, I think too. Hey, like they are, they're, they're like the complete team, their team that, I mean, you got DeMar, you got Levine, you got, um, ball there. Yeah. LeVar ball already not LeVar. Um, fuck. There's too many ball brothers. There's LeVar, there's LaMelo, there's the guy who stole. I don't even know all of them anymore. Which one am I thinking of? Lonzo. I'm thinking of Lonzo Ball. I wish LeVar was still in the league. Imagine if LeVar was in the league. That's just too much balls. MVP. (laughs) MVP level season. But that team is really good. You got DeMar, you got Lonzo, you got Levine. They're a scary team. I, um... I don't know what I think of the Knicks. Like they're still doing okay this year, but yeah, um, I mean, they're not, they're not, yeah, they're not where they were last year, but I do think it just, you know, some tinkering here and there and, you know, just find that magic again. I would love to see LeVar ball play basketball. I'm kind of all on board for that. Now I know that was a fuck up on my part, but now I'm just all in. I want LeVar in the NBA 50 year old Duncan on slept on one of the best bulls right now. Mr. Caruso. Yeah. Caruso. Alex oh. I was waiting for that name to drop me. Then you didn't say it. I, um, I got too caught up on LeVar ball, to be honest. Yeah. He's a championship catalyst, bro. He, you know what? NBA champion. He's a catalyst. He's the reason people look for it. Bulls are going to the ship. Hot take right now. Cause of Alex Caruso. Well, I don't I'm know if it'll him. be because of him, but he will have a part in it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> In association too, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe we'll have like a Jeremy Lin situation where Caruso just has to step up for the squad and drop 30, 10, and 10 per night. And that's what that would all like ultimately maybe that'll lead him to the ship. I would love that's that. That's the only man. That's the only man who can save the Knicks is Jeremy Lin right now. Yeah. And then to uh round out December 2nd here, this is kind of a long day. But they picked a Pac-12 game, and it's Arizona Wildcats against the Washington uh, Huskies. Now, I honestly think, like, 
college basketball is usually pretty close, but I want to see like a spread of like minus 30 minus 40 type thing. They both play in the pack 12, but I just think Arizona Wildcats, they, they have a team that's extremely good and extremely good for that pack 12. And yeah, I would just love to see an absolute shit kicking. I know you shouldn't wish that upon some college kids, but that's one of those uh, games that could really be lopsided. Okay, uh, I think moving on here, we'll go to December third. Uh, we'll stick with the with the college games. Uh, Peas, looks like you had another one outlined there. Uh, well, so jumping from college basketball to college football for December third, we got the Pac-12 Championship, Oregon versus Utah. Now. These two teams played earlier on in the year and Utah kicked the living shit out of Oregon, but it's a championship game here. There is no home team. Cause they, I, I don't exactly know where this one's being played. I do think Oregon bounces back. I, I, I think the over under is 59 and a half and Utah is favored by three. Don't be surprised if Oregon wins this outright, but I do think that this game is going to be electric and why they boxed it in for Saturday rather than the Sunday because, uh, yeah, there's going to be a Friday. I think that's a Friday game. Sorry, piece. Friday. Yes. My bad Friday. Um, but that's going to be an electric game and a lot of points scored. So, I think you, I think we should all tune in, especially because, and this is going to lead into the next section. We only have really one NHL game that's worth watching that day. You mean not Arizona and the Vegas golden Knights? No, thank you. Good betting. Um, Not great watching. Oh, okay. We'll maybe talk about that. Uh, at the end of the episode here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think where you're going with peas was, the Oilers taking on the Kraken. Yes, that's exactly where I was going. Only game really worth watching. And it's for one reason and one reason alone. And it's Connor McDavid. McDavid only had one point in their first ever meeting against the Seattle Kraken. Now you can call me, you can call me a betting man, which I am, but you you're can mark a, me you're down. You're a degenerate gambler. Yeah, you're not absolutely. a betting man. You're a degenerate. Absolutely. But, but you, continue can call, on. you can write me down for scared and horny for McDavid going over two or three points. See, you know what's really interesting with the Kraken right now? So they started off horrible. Mm-hmm. But have you checked out their, their record the last few games here? I think you might want to take a look. Because oh, they I have beaten Carolina. Yes. They beat Washington. Yes. And they beat Florida. Somehow. Absolutely. All, all Pizer parlay busters right there. Way to go. Seattle Kraken. shout them out. Like, I don't, I don't know what to think because Seattle, I, I watched a little bit of them because I'm, I watch a ton of hockey for, cause the Seattle Seahawks suck to be honest. And I can't stand watching football anymore. So I'm back to hockey, but I've, I've been, but I've been watching the Seattle Kraken just cause they're the new team. And like Grubauer was awful at the beginning of the year. He, both the goalies were the reason why Seattle was losing a lot of these games. And I think now they're getting better goaltending and it's made a difference. And now we're starting to see them win a few games. I'm curious to see if that's going to continue on throughout the rest of the season for them, because I mean, Grubauer, he was a Vesna 
finalist last year. I don't think he did. He win it last year. Uh, I think Vasilevsky did, didn't he? Uh, it was one of either way. He was one of the top goalies in the league. So if he can get back to playing that way, like, don't be surprised if Seattle tries to get back into the mix of things. But I think this is going to be a good game. Um, and I mean, McDaddy is going to just absolutely jack up the score. Let's be honest that him, Dracidal, I would expect him to have two, three points a night, every single night. So I, I like that bet that you'll be taking there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I've got three basketball games from the NBA. Uh, I've got three highlighted. So it's Philly versus Atlanta. I do think the 76ers walk into Atlanta and uh, pull off a W. Um, and Bede should be there for that game. Uh, the second of the three is the Phoenix Suns against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, That's going to be a nasty game. I don't know if you've seen Steph's stats this year or what's going on, but I really think it's hard to deny that he's the MVP. What he's doing is historical. The way that he shoots the ball is just like, you know, even guys like me and you, Marty, if we could shoot like that, we might have a we might have a job, but we're still pretty short. So hard to say. But it, the guy is an absolute freak of nature when it comes to shooting a basketball, and it's quite the sight to see Phoenix. I mean, obviously, you know they're, they're kind of a powerhouse. DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker. I mean that that team is that that team's already ready for the playoffs. So I think that could be a uh, extremely well watched game for sure. And I don't know if you mentioned this already, P's. The Suns, they're on a 16-game win streak right now. Yeah, so, no, I didn't mention that. So I mean, I think they played twice since we're since we are going to release this. But yeah, but I mean, either way, probably I think it's safe to say those might they're the two best teams in the NBA right now. And it there's a good chance that they'll be playing for at least the top of the standings at this point in the, of the season in the Western conference. Um, but yeah, Phoenix, I mean, they're a wagon last year. They're a wagon this year. I, this is going to be a game. And the, the best part about golden state is, is they don't even have clay back yet, but he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. So like these two teams are both monsters and, uh, there's a few seasons there where I, where I, I'm going to be honest, I hated golden state. I didn't want them to win um, because Kevin Durant kind of ruined it for me, that team for me. But mm-hmm. now that they've kind of been going through all the injuries and everything, I'm kind of, I love seeing them win. I like seeing Steph play well. And I like seeing how good he's playing without clay, without Durant. Not that Steph hasn't done this before, but the other thing with Steph is, is he's on pace to break his three point record right now for most threes in a single season. So, and that record's absurd to begin with. So the thought that he's even going to break it, I mean, it's pretty hard to say he's not the MVP right now. Cause that's just, his pace is just insane right now. Yeah. Definitely going to be some fireworks for that game. Um, I don't even know who I would pick if I had to pick a winner. So I think I'm just going to watch for the pure enjoyment of uh, watching some good basketball. And that'll take us into our last uh, NBA game. And I'm pretty sure when the NBA made the schedule, they had other things on their mind, but it's the battle of LA. You got the Clippers versus the Lakers. 
LeBron and company have not been playing up to expectations. Uh, Kawhi still hurt for the Clippers. Um, just not as exciting game as if uh, if all the pieces of the puzzle were kind of of all the stars aligned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If everything was working the way it should be, that would be an awesome, awesome game. But for right now, we'll just have to take mediocre. So. Yeah, that's kind of our December 3rd on things to watch for, things to look out for. and Yeah, more basketball than anything that day. So, Okay, I think we're going to move on to our next day now, which is December 4th. So December 4th is going to be Saturday. A uh, couple NHL games, a couple NBA games, and uh, some college uh, games as well. I think I want to start us off with the NHL games. Uh the Leafs taking on the wild. So this is going to be a good game. I'm probably looking forward the most to this one on Saturday there for, for hockey night in Canada games. Uh, the Leafs are an absolute wagon this year. Yeah. Like the Leafs are a wagon. And I mean, they're being led by their superstars. You know, you got Austin, Matt, awesome Matthews, Mitch Marner, Tavares, you know, you got everyone pulling the rope the right way. I know it was kind of, freak out when they started the year Oh three and one or Oh four and one or whatever it was. And everyone was asking for uh, Kyle Dubas's head type thing, but man, they have really turned it around. But uh, I think this is a good indicator. Minnesota ain't no joke. Uh, starts in the pipes with them. Um, Cam Talbot's having a phenomenal year. You know who else is having a phenomenal year is Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Leafs in terms of like, cheering. I, I like them in terms of, I think they're a good team and I would bet on them. Maybe not on this game in particular. Uh, but that being said, Jack Campbell might be the nicest guy in hockey. I would do anything for Jack Campbell and I don't even like the, you, don't, you don't even know Jack Campbell. That's no, fake. no, but you yeah, just watch his interviews, man. You, yeah. I think that's the, he's super humble about it all. And I think it's a good guy for that organization because you know, like the, everyone on the lease gets basically shit on by the media. That's a good way of putting it. You don't, you have three games where you don't do anything. You're getting shit on where, you know, everyone can kind of fall back on that uh, good guy, Jack mentality. You know, it's, it's nice to have that guy in your, in, um, on your uh, team, you know, I um, gotta fall back on. There is a lot of other things I'd rather do than have to be, uh, a player on the Leafs because of how bad the media is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I agree. I like some of the questions those guys get asked are just, I mean, I, between them and Edmonton, it, it would be extremely tough. Same thing, you know, but there's, uh, there's horror stories coming out of Edmonton too. So, but Minnesota, I know we chatted about them er, a little bit earlier with that New Jersey game, but they are, this is a good test for both teams to see where they're at. I, I would expect a game like this to go into overtime, honestly. Yeah. All these I, all these top teams go into overtime. It's just what they do. Um, don't expect anything different, I would think, for this game. Yeah, like I would love a shootout here, you know, like a 16-round shootout between Toronto and Minnesota sounds delightful. Especially for uh, a Saturday, you know, Saturday night. That'd be awesome. Can't ask for much more than that. Uh, but I think it leads into our next game, which is another, you know, divisional barn burner type game. And that's uh, Tampa Bay versus Boston. 
both teams, you know, picking up right where they left off Boston, you know, kind of doing it with no goalie, but they're still producing, still uh, getting the best out of that top line. Tampa Bay still loaded with studs. That's just, that's got the riddle for uh, a huge game. Really? The one, the one thing with Tampa is they're dealing with a ton of injuries right now. So I like, I know they lost Braden point. I mean, Kucherov isn't playing. Uh, somebody else just got hurt the other day on their team as well, too. They, they have a ton of injuries from some of their big players. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see Boston's been playing better, but I think Marshawn also got suspended today for three games for that slew foot. I think that's, I can't, I don't remember who he did it against. So they, I think they're going to mess Marshawn in that game. So going to be interesting. They're two of the better teams. They're going to be one of the better teams in their division at the end. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of rounds it out for uh, the NHL from us. I mean, there's some great, great, great betting games, but nothing really that's standing out that is a must-watch hockey-type event. I mean, Washington-Columbus, but other than that, nothing really great. I think that's going to get us... uh, get us into our NBA. And, uh, that's a, that's a dandy of a day in the NBA, actually a couple of good games. Uh, I just highlighted two just for the sake of, you know, getting, the getting the teams out there, but you know, the Chicago bulls against the Brooklyn nets, like we said, superstar earlier, Alex yeah. Caruso. There Don't worry. Go. I remembered him this time, yeah. but I think that's just lining up to be a dandy. Um, you know, Kevin Durant, Harden, still no Kyrie, but I don't know if we'll ever see him in the NBA again, but I mean, those are still two powerhouse teams. And then you go into, you know, the Miami heat versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler and the heat there, they still got some bad blood against them Bucks, And it's kind of everyone. It's almost got that feel as if it's Giannis against the world type thing. Everyone's trying to dethrone the King type thing. Um, well, so yeah, just two really, really good basketball games to watch for uh Saturday there. Yeah. And the, the bucks are on a, they're another team that's hot right now. Seven game win streak as of, uh, as of Monday today while we're recording. So wouldn't it be surprised if they, uh, if they continue to win games coming into Saturday. So it'll be a good one for sure. Yeah. And, um, it's, uh, it's a big thing for NCAA here. It's uh, championship Saturday. Um, you know, I've highlighted three, three games that I think are must watch college football, man. You got Georgia versus Bama in the sec championship. That's one seed versus, well, I guess Bama's not two, but Georgia versus Bama. I mean, this is, this is the game. This is, this is everything that you watch the entire college football season four is two of the best. If, well, they are the best to face down in a game like this. So I think just buckle up and get ready for some good football, Georgia versus Bama. If I had to take a winner, I love a little bit of an underdog. Bama's won how many times in a row? Give me the Bulldogs, baby. Give me Georgia. But uh, that's not the only game going on. You got Cincy and Houston, Cincy, you know, top four team, definitely trying to prove that they deserve to be in that, uh, that playoff picture type thing. Uh, I think that's, that's the biggest game, if not the biggest game of their season until the next one, I guess, type thing. And then to, uh, round it out, 
got Michigan and Iowa and the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan coming off a huge win against Ohio State there. Iowa, you know, Iowa's just tough, tough team to play against, you know. They don't really do anything spectacular other than just play hard-nosed football. So that uh, that game should be a dandy, too. I love those three uh, bowl games. I, I think we are definitely in for a uh, great Saturday of college football. So should be fun. Yeah, I don't watch a ton of college football up until it kind of gets to this point, which um, I should be more invested than I, than I am in it. And maybe now that we got the pod here, I'm going to have to start watching a bit more. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to say roll tide, baby. I, I, I think Alabama is going to win. I have a hard time. I, like I said, I don't watch a ton of college football. I just, Alabama is just Alabama. They don't lose very often. So, yeah, like I said, that one's lining up to be an absolute dandy. So I think uh, December 4th, that Saturday, there should be the best day for sports that we're covering. Um, but I mean, we can't just live on one day. So we got to keep things rolling. Um, we're going to head to December 5th, that Sunday. Now, uh, Marty talked about it earlier on in the pod. Uh, we are going to have two episodes. So when we start our one on Thursday, hopefully release it for Friday or Saturday, that'll have our NFL, our gambling advice, yada, yada, yada. So we're not going to strain too, too much talking about that, but we are still going to stick to football. We're just going to stick to Canadian football, baby. CFL, baby. And the highlighted game, I tell you, whoever wins this game is winning the Great Cup. You got the Saskatchewan Rough Riders against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. (laughs) Saskatchewan's defense, I don't know if you guys watched that game against Calgary. Saskatchewan's defense is the only reason they are where they are right now this year. And if they can find a way to keep playing, I mean, Winnipeg, last game of the season, they rested their guys. They got the bye. Uh, these guys haven't played football in like two or three weeks, man. I could uh, definitely see Saskatchewan, you know, sneaking in and kind of snagging something along the way. Who knows? Maybe a great cup finals berth, you know? I feel like you're an overly optimistic Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan because Winnipeg is a wagon. I mean, they've been absolutely crushing teams all year long. And I know it's the CFL, but they're 11 and three. They, they're the, they're the reigning champs too. So I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that the riders are going to beat Winnipeg. Winnipeg's just dummied them pretty much every game. Other, I think the riders have one win over them. The last time they played Winnipeg won 33 to nine. It was an absolute ass spanking. I just, I don't, I don't see the, uh, the Saskatchewan offense getting the job done. But I do agree, whoever wins this game is probably going to win the Great Cup, and I think it's going to be Winnipeg. Yeah, like I said, I think it might be just a little bit of a homer pick, me choosing Saskatchewan. But like I said, that time off, you know, you kind of lose rhythm. You kind of lose maybe a little bit of focus. But yeah, I mean, I would I would love to see Saskatchewan in the Great Cup again. I think it's good for the province, good for the city. Um Good for the infrastructure. You forgot that part. Yeah, that too. Great, great for the infrastructure. I think we're um, going to get uh, Vinny at the game just to get some uh, some quality content for us and to go live for us. Okay, so if, if Saskatchoon makes I'm the there. Grey Cup, we are taking our second podcast check 
and buying Vince, Vinny, Morales tickets to the Grey Cup. Is that what we're doing with the... I don't know. We might need an accountant here because our uh, our funds from the pod is definitely not going to good use, I would say. so. I mean, we could just make him pay out of pocket. He's just the producer. It's not like he does that much for us. <laughs> it's not like we're the fullbacks of the podcast industry or anything. <laughs> it's not like you're just leading, uh, leading a hole for us so we can just have a nice, easy run to the end zone. But, uh, hey, we love you, Vinny, and I don't know what we'd do without you. It's the hard work behind the scenes, man. Like That's what I mean. If it was just me and Marty doing it, it would be just Marty doing it. So, no, it's good to have you (laughs) on the team. Um, So, like I said, we're going to try and stay away from the football talk. Uh, I highlighted three NHL games for Sunday, Um, starting with uh, all-Canadian matchup between Toronto and Winnipeg. The only reason I chose Winnipeg is because I think they need to, they need some sort of statement game to kind of get back on track. They've been struggling as of late. I'm pretty sure they just lost to Arizona the other night and not only lost, but they got shut out. So not too many teams, let alone lose to Arizona, but to get shut out by Arizona, that's a tough look time for them to get back into the wind column. And I mean, they've beaten some good teams this year, so it's not as if they can't compete. Yeah. The one thing about Winnipeg right now is I don't think Hellebuck is the issue. I think Hellebuck has been playing. He's the guy. I mean, you lose one, nothing to Arizona and Hellebuck, he's making the saves. Clearly you need to be able to score more than one goal on Arizona. And I think we're really going to see with Hellebuck at the Olympics that he for sure is the guy. He's going to be the starting goalie for Team USA. He's the best goalie. And I think like the Jets just need to support him. And I think it'll be interesting to see the Olympics if the Olympics actually do end up happening, depending on you know what's going on with COVID and everything. But I would love to see Hellebuck play for Team USA because I think he's the real deal. And I think he's arguably top three goaltender in the league. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, but I, I, I hope Winnipeg figures it out because I don't think they're doing Hellebuck much uh, justice at the moment. And he's been carrying that team for a lot of the season. Yeah. He's really been almost the only, if the only uh, highlight for them of this season, he's kept them in games, even games that they should be out of. He's keeping them in it. So yeah, they just, uh, they really got to start helping that boy out. So. And then I think that moves us into the next game, which is um, we had Vegas versus Calgary. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see where and what your take is on this game, because I think we're going to be a little bit different here on this one. So I'll let you take the lead here. So this is a really tough one. Calgary has been playing really good. I think Calgary has been one of the top teams in the NHL. That being said, I think Vegas is on the right direction right now. They've been winning more. I, I for some reason, I, I do like Vegas in this game. I, um, I don't know what it is. I just, I have a gut feeling that Vegas is going to start winning games. And I think pretty soon we're going to see them starting to catch up to the other teams in that division. But again, this is another good opportunity for Calgary to prove me wrong. They've done it a lot this year. Um, Cause I, I haven't really bought into the hype as much with the flames. And I still believe in Vegas because Vegas always seems to get the job done. Um, maybe not as much in the playoffs recently, but I don't know. I just, I think Vegas is a good team and 
I think they're going to start winning more, but what do you think Pease? Yeah. See, I'm glad that you started off because uh, my pick is completely different. I am going Calgary. You know what they say? Like take it month by month, you know, what your record is after November, December type thing. And I think Calgary just keeps on where they left off. Uh, They're healthy. Their goalies are out of their mind right now. I think Vegas definitely does have the necessities to building a good team, but I mean, they're missing their big three still, you know, they're missing Eichel, they're missing stone. They're missing Pacioretty. That's a, that's, those are big shoes to fill. That's, that's a top line in uh, for Vegas there. And I think Calgary is just playing with some nutsack. They're, they're all out balls to the wall. And yeah, I, I really like the way that uh, Sutter's got them playing. So, yeah. And I don't blame you for thinking that way either. And I just think, I don't know. It's just gut feeling. It's just gut feeling that yeah. for me in Vegas, which I don't know, not a game I would bet on by any means because they're two really good teams and I think it could go either way, but I like Vegas at home on uh on the Sunday there. Or sorry, that's a Saturday game. That's the, nope, that's the Sunday. You're right. Yep. Yep. It is yep. a Sunday game. So either way, it'll be a good one to watch. And then, yeah, just to kind of round out the end of it, it's, uh, the LA Kings at uh, the Oilers there. I think the Oilers put an absolute beating down on LA. LA has been good at home this year. Not so much on the road. Ah, I mean, it's just, uh, we can't talk about these guys enough. The the Leon dry saddle McDavid show. It's uh, it's something special to watch. I think we could be watching some sort of uh, historical season this year. So uh, yeah, just keep tabs and uh, keep watching the greatness because it's not going to last forever. So do you think both Dreisaitl and McDavid go north of 140 points this year? Oh, 140 points, like I think that's, that's the number. That's, I know, I know that's the number, which is scary because I mean, if you put up over 100 points, that's that's outrageous, that's outlandish, especially in today's NHL. 140, I uh, that would that would uh, I would I would have to be assuming that they stay healthy for all 82 games. And yes. I just don't think that's likely. Uh, I don't think they go north of that, but north of 120, absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if they hit 140. I mean, if you look at McDavid last year, he had 105 points in 50, whatever, how many games they played in the season, 58 or something. I, I really think one of them, maybe not both of them, but I think one of them, could potentially do it. I just, I don't so know if you, had to, if you had to, if you had to pick one between McDavid and Drysidel, oh. are you taking McDavid or are you taking Drysidel? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Cause I mean, you I, said, you said I one think, of the two, I, I would like David. To I think two is. I would put my money on McDavid. Just but because you'd put your heart Mc- on Leon. <laughs> I don't know. I'd put my money on McDavid. I, yeah, I, I, I think, just, I think he's the safer bet to hit 140 because of his pat. Well, that's the thing. They both pass the puck really well too. Um, yeah, but I just, McDavid, I just think he, he's just the, I can't explain it other than he's the guy on that team. Still Dracidal could be the guy as well too. You could really go either or, but I would just put money on McDavid just because he's been more consistent. Although Josiah has been consistent too. Yeah. Really, you can't just, go wrong either way. I think either way you do it, whether you're putting the puck in the back of the net or you're putting it on the tape to the guy who's putting it in the back of the net, 
any way that you're producing offensively is uh, it's great for the club. And uh, the way that these guys are doing it is just phenomenal. It's bizarre, especially in today's NHL. So I just, it would be, it would be awesome to see both of them go up over 140, but I think we're going to have to wait to see if that is uh, bound to happen. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, sticking to hockey, we're going to flip over to the last day we're going to cover here. And that's December 6th, the Monday. And there is six games on the docket, but they're all pretty gross. And there's really, really only one I have in mind. And that's Colorado at Philadelphia. Colorado's kind of banged up too, but uh, I have noticed that Philadelphia they, they play their best hockey at home. And uh, I think that is must watch hockey at this point, especially for Monday. Not a lot else going on other than the Monday nighter, but that one is uh, going to be a good game. It's actually on Sportsnet that night. So everyone gets a chance to tune in. Yeah, definitely an interesting game. Philly's had, they've had an interesting season. This, like, like you kind of said, they've been pretty good at home. They're eight and eight right now. I don't like, I don't really know what to think of Philly at the moment, but some games they look great and some days they look not very great, but you know what? They are uh, playing in a tough Metro uh, division there. Um, So I think, uh, I think Colorado and Philly will be a good game. Who do you, who do you like in that game? I think I got to roll with my boys, Colorado. Uh, Something about that team. I don't know what it's been, but they have been my pick for the last three years to win the Stanley Cup. Now, that being said, just because they're my pick, they probably haven't won the Stanley Cup. But I'm not having them this year. So maybe this is the year that they do it. But I am taking Colorado against Philadelphia. But this is one of those games that I could see going to overtime, like 3-3 going into overtime type deal. And three-on-three hockey with Colorado is just something special. You know, you have Kale McCarr with the, with the back end, and then you got Burkowski, McKinnon, uh, Landeskog, like so many different weapons. But then Philly, Philly matches it with, uh, you know, their defensive skill, and they love to bump and bump and grind up in the club. And, yeah, like I, I just think that's a great little uh, matchup there, especially for the day. So especially when yeah. all the other hockey games are maybe not so good. Yeah, the one thing is, is there are two teams, again, as we're recording, I mean, a week of NHL hockey is, that can really change, but Colorado, they're moving the right direction in their last 10, they're seven, two and one, whereas Philly is two, six and two. So I think your Colorado pick is probably safe at this point, but like I said, a lot can change throughout the week. So that's maybe one where you just want to keep tabs of the teams and uh, see where they're heading throughout the week. Yeah. Um, like I said, that's it for like the six games of hockey that's on. That's kind of like a matchup I would like to watch. Um, that's going to take us into the NBA again. And I know it's like beating a dead horse, but the Chicago Bulls versus the Denver Nuggets, that's another great matchup. It's a huge week for the Chicago Bulls to kind of put their put their name out there and uh, put their trademark on who they are as a, as a basketball team. Um, and then you've got the Clippers traveling to Portland and Atlanta going to Minnesota. I love Portland at home against the Clippers. I think the Clippers, uh, 
definitely want Kawhi back faster than they think they need him. But uh, Dame Lillard is going to get hot eventually. And I think, uh, you know, the changing of the month, like I said, against with like the Calgary thing, that month changes. Sometimes it just, it's a flick of a switch for some guys. So I, I hope he gets going. It's a lot better when uh, he's playing well and hitting threes from the logos and every, everywhere in between. Um, and then, like I said about Atlanta and Minnesota, I really do think Minnesota sneaks that one out against Trey Young in Atlanta. Um, I think Minnesota has gotten a rep for being a particularly bad team over the last few years, but you know, they've got some, they've got some pieces to uh, win some basketball games now. And I think people are still underestimating them and just don't be surprised when they uh, pull one out against Atlanta there on or on their home turf. So I like that pick piece. I think Minnesota, I feel like they're one of those teams that people have been like, I bet for me personally, I've been waiting for them to finally step up and be a better team. And they seem to be moving in the right direction right now. Um, so yeah, that's a really good matchup. Uh, the Hawks, they've also been kind of moving in the right direction as of late too. So should be a good matchup between those two teams. Like I said, the, the basketball games, they'll be great. Okay. Gentlemen, it's time for our last section of the day. Who are we rolling? Who are we rolling this week? Uh, Pizio, you're our degenerate gambler. I think we're going to start off with you, buddy. Take it over. Uh, yeah, so this is actually why I was uh, brought on the pod. This is uh, where I make my big bucks. Um, so December 2nd, uh, we're calling that the puck line day. So you got Florida minus one and a half against Buffalo. We got Colorado minus one and a half against Montreal. We have Carolina minus one and a half against Ottawa. And to round out the four game parlay, we have Calgary minus one and a half against LA. That's called our puck line day for December 2nd, December 3rd. We're rolling into the Canadian special. Um, actually, before I go into there, uh, Vince, I got an over-under question for you. So I'm going to give you Dallas and Columbus. Are you taking the over or are you taking the under? I'm going to take the under on this one, piece. Taking the under in Dallas and Columbus. All right. Yeah. Marty, December 2nd, do you, have a, do you have a pick for that day? I have... Two picks for December 2nd, oh, actually. I know. Moneyline Marty coming at us with a little parlay to start off. I think you're going to like this one, Pease. I am hammering Washington over Chicago. And I don't know what else to tell you other than they're going to destroy them. So I will go on the pod on record saying that. And I hope it doesn't bite me in the ass. Uh, the other matchup I have is uh, Carolina over Ottawa is the other one I have. Yeah. I think that's an easy one. I think that one is an easy one. I'm even going to take it a little further, take the puck line. So yeah, that's December 2nd. So we've got the under from Dallas and Columbus from Vinny. We got the puck line day from me. And we've got money's Marty li- money line, Marty's money lines for you for the second of December there. So the third of December, I'm calling this day for me, the Canadian special. Uh, like we said earlier on in the podcast, Winnipeg needs to bounce back. New Jersey, good team. I think they have to step up. Give me Winnipeg money line over the New Jersey Devils. 
You can also give me Calgary money line versus the Anaheim Ducks. And then you can give me Edmonton money line versus Seattle. And this is one of my favorite bets. And it's going to be the best one in Utah. And we're not taking a winner. We're taking the over 59 and a half. Um, another hockey question for you, Vinny. San Jose, New York Rangers, over or under? I'm going to take the over on this one, please. The over. All right. And Marty, December 3rd, what do we have for a bet from you? Money lines. I think the easiest bet of the day for the NHL, Vegas Golden Knights over Arizona Coyotes. All righty. We love that. Is that your only one for the day? That is my only one for the day. All righty. Now, December 4th, I'm calling this one the home special. Every one of these guys at home, we're rolling with it. We're going to take Golden State over San Antonio. We're just going to take the money line, play that one safe. We're going to take Carolina minus one and a half against Buffalo. Buffalo has been playing good, but Carolina is just full-blown wagon status. Taking Nashville versus Montreal, straight money line. And then to round it off, we're taking Pittsburgh minus one and a half against Vancouver. That's what we're calling the home special. All home teams are going to win. Can't tell me otherwise. Vince, I've got Pittsburgh, Vancouver for you. Is it going over or is it going under? Uh, I'm going to roll the uh, over on this one piece. Over. Sounds good. It's going to be a barn burner. And we're going to keep track of all these and see – Who's got what, especially come next, uh, next podcast here. We're going to go back over and see how much dollar bills we made. So Marty, December 4th, give me a game here, buddy. Once again, only got one picked out another NHL game. I like the Red Wings over the COVID Islanders. Red Wings are at home. I, uh, I think that's another easy one for me to pick there. Peace. Really? I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we've got December 5th and we're throwing it up to hopes and prayers. This has got nothing to do with football. Well, I mean, it does just not the NFL. We are going to go San Jose over, over Columbus. We're taking San Jose money line. We are going to take the Edmonton Oilers over the LA Kings. We're taking that on the money line. And then we're taking Calgary against Vegas on the money line. And here's where the hopes and prayers come in, ladies and gentlemen. We're taking the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Money line against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Go, Durs, go. Um, so I've got the over-under for Calgary and Vegas for you, Vinny. Over or under? I'm going to roll the over on this one. The over. Okay, yeah. now we got the podcast from, Sas- uh, from Saskatchewan here. I got to ask, are we going over or under for Saskatchewan and Winnipeg? I don't think it's going to be a a big game like that last one. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be a lot of kicking. I I think this is the game of the kickers. Who's got the better kicker? That's that's the question. That's what it's going to come down to. We're really missing Luka Kanji, but we can still get it done. (laughs) Throwing it way back. um, I just got to ask because we're talking kickers. Who's the one guy on the Riders that messed that like 15 yard field goal? Paul McCallum. I think we need Paul McCallum back, baby. 
Yeah, for redemption. Let him redeem himself. One kick. Yeah, I don't shout care. Out. One day signing. One day signing. Yeah, let him come Do on the, the squad. Opening kick. Shout no. out Miles McDougal. I remember watching that kick at his house. Marty, you might have been there. Uh, I remember oh, watching man. that kick at his house and just being devastated because the Riders weren't going to the Great Cup. Shout out my boy Paul McCallum. Shout out my boy Miles McDougal. Peace. Um, I don't think I was there because I remember being with my brother and smashing our PS2 controller because we are so mad about we were like six and I didn't know any better. Couple, but you yeah. know what? I did it. Just a where couple of diehards. Where were you during the kick? Yeah. Where were you during the kick? So, Marty, I got to I got to ask you here. It's kind of been the thing. December 5th. What do you got for a game? So I also have the Oilers over the Kings NHL. I think that's another easy one. And you know what? I want to get in on the fun. I want to talk Winnipeg Riders as well. I'm going to be the most hated man on the podcast because I am <laughs> saying Winnipeg is going to win outright. I have no confidence in the Riders. As every single time I've watched the Riders, they seem to lose. So I'm going to do Saskatchewan a favor. I'm not even going to watch the game. I'm just going to follow along on my phone and let's see what happens, I guess. Yeah, I think it's just living off that pipe dream that uh, nobody beats uh, Saskatchewan. But uh, yeah, those uh, Blue Bombers are definitely uh, they're definitely the team to beat. I just hope uh, the Riders somehow find a way to wiggle one out. But okay, and then that's going to lead us into our last night, and that's the Monday Night Miracles ticket for me. Um, this is usually the day that I choose to try and you know get back my uh, potential losses from the weekend. Um, so I'm taking Washington Capitals over the Anaheim Ducks at minus one and a half. We're going to take the New Jersey Devils versus Ottawa. We're just taking the money line there. We're going to take Dallas over Arizona money line. And then we're sticking with the theme here on the over-unders. And we are going to take the over 44 and a half between new England and Buffalo. I think that game goes way over. I know it's in prime time. Divisional games are supposed to be tight and it's usually an under, but I love the way that both these teams play offense. And I do think that this game goes way over. Um, Vinny, I'm going to ask you a question. So December 6th, I've got Denver nuggets and Chicago bulls over or under. I'm rolling the over on this one. I think we're in for a big Caruso, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, no pun intended there. I love that little drop there. Um, Marty, round us out for the night. Uh, December 6th, give me, give me a winner. I might need one. So I got one for sure picked out in NHL. I like the Devils. Uh, Devils over the Senators. Uh I don't know. I just have no faith in the senators. They haven't looked good this year. They're still dealing with COVID issues. So I like the devils over the senators. And just for fun, I thought I'd pick an NBA game as well. I like the Suns over the Spurs. Hey, we love that. Well, yeah, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, that's who we're rolling with. We're going to be rolling the dice almost every day. If not every day, not necessarily that we're putting money on every game, but I love the, the competitiveness of putting bets down and trying to see who's winning what, everything that goes with it. We're all about that here. We're rolling the dice. You know, we're taking a chance here and trying to start something new and creative. And 
I think it just kind of goes to show. Um, this is who we're rolling with this week. You know, we're going to try and come up with some winners for you guys. And yeah, like I said, I need a bounce back week after uh, NFL Sunday there. So I hope this is, uh, I guess, the start to uh, some good uh, and future endeavors, I guess, so to say. Well, I really hope we, at least between the three of us, get some winners so we can actually bounce back from last week and not just have you take all the heat there, Pease. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep track and uh, we'll report back to you guys when we uh, record our next uh, Monday episode here to see where we're at with everything. Yeah. Uh, tune in hopefully Friday or Saturday for our next one, the NFL special. Uh, that's that's going to be coming out this week uh another great week it's coming down to the wire here and yeah get ready to talk some football other than that thanks for listening um you're always welcome to come back keep we up hope with you us come on, back. yeah keep up with us on uh the instagram like i said kind of got some posts out now and we're gonna start putting some bets together and you know things are gonna start rolling with us so you know if you if you like to gamble like me don't be shy put some money down Let's uh, let's have some fun with it. We'll have a little tally going on who's doing what and what bets are where. And yeah. Thanks Perfect. again for rolling with us. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for rolling, rolling with us. Have a good night, everyone.